Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Still Figuring It Out. I'm your host, Kirsty. Holy fuck, that sounds really weird to say, um, considering that I've been gone since the middle of July. It, it's been it's been at least two months. I'm not gonna lie, and there's no really real reason. I think there's just a bunch of reasons why, and I'm gonna try my best to talk about all of them in this episode. If I remember everything from that time to now, because it's there's been a lot that's been happening. Good things, bad things, in between things. So let's just just, just get into it. Um, so the last time I was talking to you guys, I was in the midst of my outpatient program. If you guys don't remember, I did a week of an outpatient CBT cognitive behavioral therapy program for my depression and it was I didn't give an update because I never did an episode that I said I was gonna do it was probably the most helpful thing I could have done because I was a lot worse than I thought I was than I thought I was showing, than I thought I was feeling, than I thought I was portraying to not only myself, but to others. And I truly believe if I didn't do that, and if I didn't take the necessary steps to get the help I needed for the past four years, I wouldn't, I basically wouldn't be talking to you right now, or at all or ever. Um, yeah, it was a really great time. I'm really I'm really proud of myself for doing that. It was a really big step for me mostly because it was me admitting that I needed help, but it was also me knowing that it doesn't make me a failure for needing that help. And I think if you're someone who is in a situation of limbo on what they should do, I'm not someone that can tell you, but from my experience, it really was helpful. So yeah, did that, and I've still been on my antidepressant. It's been going well. I've been on it for about two months now, and I think that in itself was a really huge step for me because... I don't like taking medication for my mental health or my depression. And doing that for me showed that I I needed it and I needed to stop not thinking I didn't. Also, sorry if I'm not forming sentences really well. This is really weird for me to do because it's been a while. I never really thought I was going to go back to this, but here I am. So yeah, that happened. And then after I got done with that, I had car problems. Shocker. My car decided to stop working the day I left the program. And 
Also, sorry if you can hear, like, creaking. My cat is on top of my printer right now, which I will get to about that reasoning. <laughs> but, yeah, my car decided to just be a real bitch this summer. My It wouldn't work. I had to get a new alternator. So my car's been my biggest expense, but she's working good now so far, so we'll take it. We're hoping, at least. But um, another really exciting thing, and I can't believe I've spent almost five minutes not talking about it. I thought it'd be the first thing I would scream, because it's something I have been talking about since I started this podcast. It's been almost two and a half years. Um, I am recording this in a different place, and you may be thinking, oh, you're not at your desk at your apartment. You know, maybe you're in the living room or you're in the dining room. No, um, I'm in my own apartment. I finally got my own place. And you guys know that I have been wanting and wishing and hoping to have my own place and to have an office library to do things and to record and to have all my books and and I got that with my first place and I'm really really happy um I I never thought first of all I never thought that I would get my own place second of all I never thought my first place would be a place that I get an extra room to have my office library with my bookshelves of my books and my desk with my mic being recorded with a little window. It's not bay windows, but there's a window and it's overlooking something. So that's what I'll take. I have bay windows in my living room. So I still live in the same area. It's funny because I live like a few <laughs> streets up from where I used to live. It was really convenient because moving, it was only like a five minute drive the moving process, just the whole apartment hunting process was very stressful. So my mom and I's apartment, recent one, the lease was up September 1st. And we knew right away that we didn't want to stay there. There were just too many bad memories. It wasn't worth it. And there were just too many things that were wrong with it. It just gave really negative energy. And so my mom... um moved in with her boyfriend. And so I basically was like, I'm going to get my own apartment. We were originally going to move in together, but I kind of told my mom when I was driving to work one day, I'm like, I think it would be a lot better and healthier for our relationship if we didn't live together anymore. And she agreed. I didn't know how she was going to handle it per se. So that was definitely nice you know you never want to upset your mom but yeah I actually started looking at apartments end of July early August and I toured four apartments um one of them the first one I toured was really nice really renovated but the apartment next door completely burnt down 
Like, there was still rubble everywhere. There was a car under all of it. So I didn't really like the fact that if I moved in and they started doing something with it, it would be loud, it would be noisy, and it just wasn't worth it. So I knew I didn't want to do that one. And I toured this one next, and I loved it. I loved the area. I loved the fact that I get parking in the back of our parking lot is really nice, so I don't have off-street parking. Um, I really enjoy that. We do have laundry in the basement, and it's just, it's really nice. So I did love this one. And then I toured two other ones. Ironically, it was a f both floors were available, the first floor and the second floor. It was just like a little like condo thing, kind of. Really weird to explain, but those were okay. It was the furthest away from where I live, so I didn't really like that. I liked being around everyone still, so I knew I didn't want to go there. So I ended up choosing this one, and I'm a very transparent person. I'm a very honest person. I keep things how it is. And so I'm going to be honest. Um, my rent here is, I pay $1,200 a month. I needed my mom to co-sign because I don't have as high of an income for me to have done this on my own. I did get approved for it, but I did need help. And I felt really lucky to know that my mom was able to because she wasn't looking at another apartment. She was moving in with her boyfriend. So it didn't really have any problems with that. Um, when I did move, I also completely understand my privilege for this. Uh, pretty much 95% of the stuff that was at my mom and I's previous apartment, I got to have. So everything basically came with me. All the stuff that most people would need for a new apartment, like, you know, all the kitchen stuff, couch, you know, coffee table, you know, dining table and all that. You know, I was lucky to have most of that. I did buy two things off of Facebook Marketplace, my dining set, actually, and then like a kitchen island because my kitchen is really big and I needed something to break up the space. So I got that. But honestly, I think the most expensive thing I got was my dining set, which came with a bench on one side, three chairs and a table for $80. And then the island was like 70 But yeah, I pay my rent myself. I pay all my bills. I don't have any utilities included because this is technically considered a two-bedroom apartment because of the room that I have that I convert into podcasting and library so I don't get you know things included which is fine so I I just like to be transparent about that because I feel like people like don't want to talk about that stuff but it's like you know why are we so secretive about things like that like I'm fully okay to admit that I needed help to do this but I was the one who submitted applications I'm the one who paid for the applications I'm the one that went for all the tours I'm the one who got help with doing that stuff so I buzzed my ass off to do this in less than a month so when I got approved it was like first second few days up in August um 
there's a lot to do. You don't really know how much stuff you accumulate in the years until you're moving and you see all of it in your living room waiting to go. So when I finally got the keys that week, I started on the Wednesday and I was moving in on the Saturday. So Wednesday, my boyfriend and I brought the small stuff to my apartment. And one thing that I'm really happy that I did was that I put stuff in the rooms that I wanted them in. Like all the kitchen stuff goes in the kitchen, all the stuff in my room is going to go in there and like vice versa. So I'm really happy I did that instead of throwing stuff in one room because it was really helpful. And then on Thursday, my mom and I brought like all of my kitchen stuff to have over there and just like other little things. And then Friday, my mom, boyfriend and I brought all like the furniture. We brought stuff downstairs to sell, which everything sold, which was nice. So we just gave it for free. And then the big stuff was for the next day when we got the U-Haul. And let me tell you about that experience. So my best friend was kind enough to not only go with me to get the U-Haul, but to drive it. So before we were even able to get the stuff from the old apartment, the rest of my stuff, we had to make three stops with the U-Haul. So we had to pick up both of the Facebook Marketplace things and then my couch and some other small things from one of my grandma's friend's apartment she was keeping it in the garage so we did all that then we went over to the apartment and brought everything up and let me tell you guys this was during when like there was a big heat wave going on and of course it was a really hot day and it was it was brutal I'm not gonna lie to you guys it was not fun like at all at all it was very very frustrating (laughs) And I said to myself, I tried really hard not to get aggravated, but you just do when all that stuff is mixed together. The first thing we decided to bring up was the couch. And that grew to be the most stressful thing because it almost didn't make it up the stairs. And then it dropped on my foot. So that wasn't fun. I had a bruise on my foot. I thought I broke it. So that wasn't a good way to start it. And nevertheless, it came up here. which was nice. I didn't think it was. And then we brought all that stuff up. Then we brought it back to our apartment and loaded everything up in there, brought it here, took it all out. We started like eight o'clock till like four. We were done. It's a long day. And then it was also frustrating because my credit card, well, my debit card got hacked which isn't fun. So I had to go to the bank beforehand to get a new card because it declined when I was going to get Dunkin' Donuts because I was getting some coffee and stuff for my mom and boyfriend who were helping out with stuff in the morning before my best friend came. And it was declining. I was like, I have a lot of money. I know I have more than enough to accommodate $12. So that happened. That was stressful. And we were a little late to pick up the U-Haul. And then we had to extend the time more. So that wasn't great. But nevertheless, it happened. So I moved here on August 20th. I'm recording this on September 16th. So this upcoming Tuesday will be officially a month that I have lived here. And I guess maybe I can talk about some of the like pros and cons so far of living on my own. 
some of the pros. I love that it's made me grow as a person and enjoying my independence a little bit more. You know, I get to decorate how I want. I already have Halloween stuff up and it will stay up for as long as I want. I get to decide when the lights go off when I go to bed. I get to take as long of a shower as I want because I'm the only one here who's using it. I get to cook whatever I want for dinner. So it's really great and it's been teaching me, you know, how important it is to keep up with myself and on that topic a big con is you know I'm not just cleaning my room anymore I'm cleaning a whole apartment and it is a lot so my Sundays are a lot longer when it comes to cleaning and that's another important thing of keeping up with it not being dirty you know my cat makes a mess with her litter box she kicks all the litter out of it so that's not fun, but, you know, a little sweep every day is worth it to have my own place. And it's everything I could ever want. And I'm so, I really think about all the things that I've been wishing to want and how much of it has happened for me this year. You know, I've been wishing to have a cat and I got her. I've been wishing to have my own place and I got it. And another thing that I have been wishing to have, I also got, which is another surprise. I got a second job. I am a on-call library assistant at my old town's public library. I applied for the job back in July. I had my interview the day after the 4th of July the next day I got hired and I started at the end of July because it was right in the midst of me going into my outpatient program. I didn't want to have any other distractions, you know, interfering. So I waited until after when I was in a better headspace. So I did that and I, I really love it. I love it's something that I've wanted for so long <laughs> and I'm really happy I got it. I get to be around books during my shift. I get to put books away. I get to organize them. I get to, you know, be in such a calming place. And I've said to some of my coworkers, I'm like, this is my calm because I work shorter shifts there because it's just on call. So it's not like a full shift. So I've been doing more nights because I don't mind it as much. So sometimes like this upcoming week, I'm working eight to four at my regular job. I have an hour in between to come home, feed my cat, and then go right to my job and work there till eight. So it's definitely long days. It's like 11 hour days, but it's worth it when it's things that I love to do. So that was really great. I'm really, really happy about that. It's something I've wanted for so long to be around books. And it's probably the closest thing I've gotten so far to using my degree, which is also useful. Um, I, I'm sorry. I, I just can't keep looking at my bookcase. It took me so long to do. And I still have books that I have to get because 
Another thing I didn't realize is how much of my stuff has been spread out between like my grandma, my brother's place, my grandma's friend's place. And I was trying my best to get everything because I didn't want any of my stuff to be there because I didn't want it to be a burden anymore because I have my own place. There's no excuse to keep doing that. But I don't have a lot of storage in this place. Like my shoes don't even fit in my closet. They are in my living room which I don't love, but it is what it is. So, but yes, most of my books were at my brother's. So I got as much as I could, but I'm actually going there tomorrow afternoon to get the rest of them. Cause I've, as I've been bringing stuff in, I've been going through everything and like, I've been donating like my DVDs, my CDs, like throwing out like so many like useless stuff I don't need anymore. But I have so many empty totes and bins and I can't store them in this room. It The room I'm in, obviously right now, the one that's my office, is the most unfinished room. I mean, I'm so happy that the bookcases are finally up because that took forever. And I'm incredibly grateful for my mom's boyfriend for coming over and helping build those. <laughs> because my books were, I kid you not, stacked against the wall for so long. And I was like, when is this going to happen? And then one night... I because the bookcases went up last Sunday and no the Sunday before and I was like this is not great because I haven't had any time to put my books up and then I think it was like Friday night I was like already 10 30 I'm like you know what I'm doing this so I did the whole library thing that I know now I organize them by genre, I organize them by author, and then when there were multiple authors, I organize them by title, because I'm crazy, but I'm a nerd when it comes to books, because I love my books, they are my prized possessions, and I'm so happy, and I also didn't know I had so many books, but I also kind of did too. It, it's it's really crazy, <laughs> and I'm just really happy to have a lot of my stuff with me here, but there's still a lot that is my stuff because like a lot of my stuff at my brother's my mom kept there because we all used to live there and it's like my childhood stuff and I don't need that I don't need a whole tote of stuffed animals because I don't know what that's going to amount to you know where it's going to go in the future so it's just staying there for now I get I swear I get my like collecting stuff from my mom because she saved everything she gave me like all of her stuff from her filing cabinet that was Mayan I was getting so emotional going through because she kept like all of my like little certificates for my dance classes during the year. She kept all my clippings from volleyball and it was just really, really sweet to see and sentimental. She kept all my report cards, all my little cards that would come in the mail for me getting on the dean's list in college. It was just, it was really sweet to see all that. So... I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> it, I've been really bad with my memory lately, but all in all, I am incredibly grateful to have all the stuff that is happening to me this summer. And speaking of summer, I know that it's pretty much over. You know, we're more than halfway through September, which is absolutely crazy. I feel like September just started, but obviously it's pretty done soon. This summer was a really big healing journey for me. I got to spend time with 
new people and also push myself to be a little bit more reaching out to others and just, you know, putting myself out there. I ended up going to New Hampshire for like 48 hours, maybe a little less than that. <laughs> um, my friend had her sister-in-law's father's timeshare for a week. So I went down like the last couple of days and it was so fun because I love New Hampshire. I grew up going to New Hampshire in the summertime. So it was so great, but I never drove up by myself before. And it was so beautiful. You know, once I got through Boston, it was so just calming to be up in the mountains because I was so high, like my ears took forever to pop. And there is truly nothing more beautiful. Getting to hear Epiphany by Taylor Swift up in the mountains with barely any cars on the street during golden hour. It was the most calm I think I felt in a long time. It was so beautiful. But I got to do that. You know, it was it was really needed before all the chaos of moving. And I'm really glad I've gotten to do nice stuff during the summer. I finally got to go paddleboarding, which was so fun. My mom and my mom's boyfriend took me to a lake in Lakeville, ironically. Um, my mom's boyfriend had a paddleboard and I said, I was like, oh, I'd love to do that. And I did. And literally, like, it was a walk to get to where we're going. And so... My mom's boyfriend was like, you know, we don't want to carry the paddleboard all the way there. So he literally put it in the water and was gave me the, you know, the paddle to use. And he was like, okay, just like swim over, like paddle over. And I was like, I'm scared because, you know, with my MS, I don't have great balance. And I mean, I kneeled most the whole time anyway. I did get to stand a little bit and it was nice and I got to paddle and didn't fall, which was really fun. And just proves that, you know, you can paddleboard with multiple sclerosis and not feel like you have it in that moment. So that was really fun. It was during a really hot day and it was just so nice to just be in the water and not care that there were minnows around tickling your ankles until I started realizing it was like, I just got to read. And it was so, so great. You know, another reason why I didn't want to podcast this summer is because I was in such a state of limbo of what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be. It was kind of really weird, like self-discovery, kind of definitely healing process I went through and I'm still going through. After that outpatient program, I I didn't really reach out to people for a month during that time because I needed to absolutely just focus on myself and you know people have different opinions about what they do and I know that for me that was something I needed to do for myself and I'm I'm gonna feel selfish for it I'm not gonna be selfish I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> it's literally 8 44 on a Friday night and I'm already tired I do have work tomorrow but that's besides the point um I wasn't going to care if people didn't like that. I just didn't reach out to people. And another thing I did, which I am 
so happy I did and I've been doing still is I deleted Instagram off of my phone. It was sort of a cold turkey thing because at the outpatient program, you talk to a therapist, you get linked up with the linked up, you get matched with the therapist and you talk with them for half an hour sometime during the day. And I was telling my therapist, I was like, you know, I'm so sick of going on the social media and Instagram and just seeing stories from people and just gives me so much self-hatred of myself because it makes me feel like I'm not doing enough. And she said, well, then just get rid of it. And it was so simple how she said it. She was like, you know, then you have the power to do that. No one's telling you you have to still be on these apps. No one's telling you you have to commit to forcing yourself to do something like that. It's just toxic. And so I, I deleted it. It was just a Saturday. I deleted that and it was two days into the program that I did that and I was really really proud of myself and I remember telling her that Monday she was like that's really great and I said it like during my group I was like you know I haven't gone on Instagram since Saturday that's the most I've never been on it and I said honestly I don't miss it and the only time I've gone back on it is during my best friend's little bachelor get-together party with them, me and my boyfriend that we did last Saturday. And I just went back on and then I went back off. And it was, it was really great. I don't want to be defined by an app and, you know, be consumed by scrolling for my whole day. I have more to offer than that. You know, it's so funny. I never... I know this isn't like some groundbreaking thing, I know, but I never realized how absolutely toxic, not even Instagram, but social media is in general until I deleted Instagram off my phone and I wasn't consumed by other people's posts and stories and reels and likes and comments and shares. It was the thing I needed to break me out of the cycle of comparison and feeling like I'm not doing enough, feeling like I'm not good enough, feeling like I don't have a purpose because people are living their lives and they're doing so much better things than you'll ever do in your lifetime. But I've said this before and I will say it again because it's true every time I say it. Social media is not real. What you see on there in a story or in a post is a glimpse of somebody's life. It is not how they are every single day. And even though I was looking back at the pictures that I put up of my best friend's bachelor party, yes, I was happy during that day, but now I look back at it now and I'm like, I'm really not. Like, I'm still going through it but I I see the good but I see a lot of the bad of what social media can do and has done to me so not having it be a big part of my life anymore has been really really good for my mental health my depression 
And I'm really glad I got rid of it and don't rely on it so much anymore. But another exciting thing, um, my best friend's wedding is literally this time next week. Well, it'll be over, but next Friday is their wedding. And it's so crazy. And I'm so excited. For those of you who don't know, I am my best friend's best woman at the wedding. I have my dress, I have my shoes, I have my jewelry and all that. So I'm prepared in that, but I have not written the speech yet. I have ideas in my head and I'm not going to make it as long as others, even though I am a creative writing MFA, but I'm not going to go crazy with it. Um, I'm just really excited for them because they deserve it. They are the best thing I've ever seen come out of a relationship. So very excited for that. But I feel like I've given a little glimpse of where my life has been. But I guess I want to do another little like follow up on how I've been because I've been saying all this stuff you know, the really good things that have happened and the really kind of bad, but I've gotten through it and how I've been talking about healing. And it got me thinking about what I want to title this episode. And it's something I have been coming to think about. And I was actually talking about this with my boyfriend, you know, over text when I was saying I was going to podcast like weeks ago. <laughs> um, he'll be happy to know that I did finally. Um, but it's the thing about how healing is not this linear process. It's not a straight, perfect line of you're broken and then you get healed. It's you're broken and you can be broken or in a bad place because of someone or something, some person, some people, some event, some moment. But you don't get from point A to point B that quickly. You can have days that are the best days of your life and they're all in a row. And you think to yourself, how did I ever think that I was like that? You know, I didn't need any of that. It was a waste of time. I didn't need to go to that outpatient program. I'm fine how I am now. And then you have the bad days. Days in a row. And you're reminded... I know why I went to that outpatient program because it was to not always feel like this. And, you know, I can't believe I'm saying this for myself, depression-wise. Medication is great. It has been great. It has really helped me have a more clear head and not be so consumed in my thoughts. But my healing has been in different ways right now besides my mental health. It's also my physical health. And I guess I should mention a little trigger warning. I will be discussing things that come about weight and food and eating disorders. And if that's something that is triggering for you, I wouldn't advise you listening to this part. Um, so there is, you know, listening discretion is advised. Um... But I have not been feeling very confident lately. I am very 
very, very, very self-conscious of the way I look, of the way I feel, of the way I come off. I just, I don't like looking at myself in the mirror. I don't like how I feel, not even mentally, just how I feel so tired and how I've been so stressed. You know, they say stress can do a lot on you, but I didn't realize how much it did to me until I started seeing the effects of it on me. I've been just stressed from the moving and just getting things together that I had an eczema flare up. Luckily, it wasn't on my face this time. It was on the back of my neck, but it's gotten better, knock on wood. I have lost weight. It's not something I was planning on doing. It's actually something I really didn't want to do. Um, At the beginning of the summer, I was at a really healthy weight. And I'm not going to give numbers because I don't really want to because I'm embarrassed about the number I'm at. Um, But I was at a healthy weight. I was close to my goal weight, a few pounds to my goal weight. And I was really, really happy because I never got to that point. And then I just went for my second infusion yesterday and they have to weigh you before they give you your meds and everything like pre-meds and then the infusion because they need to know like how much would be too much and I got on that scale and I was really shocked at my weight I was not happy and there was part of me that knew that I had lost a little bit of weight my clothes have been starting to feel a bit loose and I put it in my mind I was like well maybe it's just because you're washing them so much and they're just getting stretched out a little and it's like no because the jeans that I'm wearing now I didn't have to wear a belt at the beginning of the summer but now I have to wear a belt or else they're going to slide off me and I just I get so frustrated with myself because I I have a fast metabolism I've always been on the thinner side I've been made fun of my weight I've been picked on and bullied for my weight since I was like 10 years old and I've always been so self-conscious about my weight and I was finally at a place where I felt really good and now I'm just back to feeling so disgusted with myself and how I look and it just hasn't made me feeling good I also haven't been feeling that well you know, I, I think to myself, you know, Chrissy, why are you beating yourself up? You literally have an autoimmune disease that makes you tired a lot, that, you know, is attacking your nerves. You're getting up every day and, you know, people don't know that you have it because you don't show it. And, you know, you just got to give yourself grace. And and I did that. I I didn't go to work today. Because I felt so sick from my infusion because I got the full dose. Unlike the first time I went when they have you take the half the first time and then two weeks after you get the other half. I took the full 300 milligrams of that infusion. And I was in the hospital for six hours just sitting in a chair. Getting a <laughs> IV into my arm of an infusion. And I was just so tired but then I still went out to a dinner because it was my mom's boyfriend's birthday and I felt so guilty for not going if I didn't so I did and I forced myself even though I wasn't hungry 
But then I came home and I just felt so sick and I felt so achy going to bed. And I woke up this morning. I said to myself, you know what? It's not going to matter if you miss a day. You have to take care of yourself. I've been trying to listen to my body more. When my body doesn't feel good, I don't want to push it. If my body's telling me to rest, I'm going to rest. If my body tells me I need to get up, I'm going to get up and do stuff. When my body tells me I need to eat, I'm going to eat. But I, I just didn't feel good. And that's something really hard for me to admit because I really try to be, you know, someone who doesn't like to show that she has weak points, but I, I haven't really been feeling good lately. And it's nothing, you know, terrible because I, this literally just made me think of other good news. Like, wow, we're really flip-flopping here. Welcome to my new life. <laughs> it is a roller coaster. I, like the first week of, second week, second Monday of August, not that that matters for dates, but I went back to the hospital for a six month MRI checkup to check on the lesion in my brain and also to check if there are any other attacks on my neck and spine. And uh, we went there, the MRI was like almost an hour. And I get the results like on the portal online and the lab test showed that the lab test, my MRI showed that the lesion in my brain has significantly decreased and my neck and spine are normal. Um, so it just, it just feels like there's good things and I know that there's so many good things and I just feel like I'm overshadowing them with such letdowns of myself not liking my body not liking my skin not liking my hair just not like looking in the mirror every day not liking putting on clothes that I know aren't gonna fit the way they did and it just makes me a little upset but I'm not gonna just throw in the towel and give up I'm gonna I'm gonna get back you know it's been a stressful couple months it's been a really 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 hard summer of just healing and still getting there but you know like I said healing is not linear there were a lot of ups a few weeks ago and now we're back to the downs a little but we're gonna get to a place that's a plateau and it's just things that I need to learn to do more I need to you know get back into the habit of you know eating more eating more during the day because I realize I haven't been doing that a lot there'll be some days that I get home from work late and I just don't feel like eating I need to not do that I need not that I'm going to force myself but I just need to know I need to tell myself you know Chrissy you need to have dinner you know having a snack is not considered dinner you need to plan out your meals more and you know be good on things that you're putting into your body so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that I'm gonna work on that and it's just, it's just more things to do to work on, but I, I'm human. And I think we need to remind ourselves that sometimes that we are human and we're not perfect. We're not perfect beings. Because if we were, this would be a really fucking boring world and a really fucking boring podcast. Hearing about all my perfect accomplishments and 
perfect goals and perfect life. I don't have that. I can pretend I do online. But then I would be lying to myself. I'd be lying to others. And I don't want to do that. I've said on this since the beginning, I'm going to be as honest and open. Because what do I have to hide? What is the point of doing this if I'm not going to show everything? If I'm not going to tell you about my bad times and my good times? Because it is a roller coaster here, clearly. You've heard me say it on this already. Um, sorry, I just happened to look and my cat is sleeping on top of my suitcase. And I kid you not, guys, my cat is, has really saved my life this year. I know it's so dramatic, but she really has. She literally lays on me in the morning. She was laying on me this morning and she was purring. And she just like nuzzles her little head on me and I just... I am really, 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 really fucking thankful for her. And I'm so glad she came into my life. But, um, yeah, part of me was kind of expecting this to be a little heavy, but it's just things that have been in my mind. And I was, I was going to do like so many, I literally had written down episodes I wanted to do, things I had planned out for this whole month. And clearly that hasn't happened, so I was trying to just do as much as I could in one episode because I already have something planned for this upcoming week that I'm going to try to get out before a certain time. Um, but I'm really happy I decided to sit down and do this after I ate my soup <laughs> for dinner because honestly, I'm still not feeling good, but I have work tomorrow and I have things I want to do. And, you know, I can sit here and mope about how I'm not the person I was before I had my illness. Or I can keep doing my best and just accept that my best is all that I can give right now. And that's going to be okay because that's all I can do. And... I'm really happy with that. So, I I just want to say I'm I'm really thankful for you guys. I really am. If there's even one person listening to this, I want you to know how thankful I am that you guys still want to even listen to what I have to say and that you're so loyal. I I don't take it for granted. I don't and I don't know what I would do if it wasn't for this outlet to have. And I know I'm going to come back on here when I do, when I make episodes <laughs> down the road. And I'm going to listen back to this and I'm going to think to myself, she was at the down point during her healing process, but she's going to get back up to a place that is almost, if not close to being linear. But that's that's reality. And I'd rather show that than sugarcoat it with lies. So that is all I have for tonight, you guys. I am really happy to, I guess, say be back. I don't know. I'm not going to say I promise I won't do another two-month hiatus. But I promise I'll put out more than five episodes in a year because that was 
embarrassing, but I love you guys so much, but I think you already know that from how much I've been saying this. So I will talk to you guys soon. So bye guys.